Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And I'm really excited about today's episode. I know I say this every single time. I'm excited about every episode, but I should be, right? If I wasn't excited about it, then uh, I probably shouldn't be putting it out there into the podcast sphere. But anyway, we're talking about one of my favorite topics. And yeah, I do have some favorite topics. And this one is the idea of abundance mentality. And this is something that I coach my clients on. This is something that I coach myself on. This is something that I talk about all the time. And I I just really wanted to put something out there, some new content on this, so guys can learn about this because I think it's so important to their emotional health and their dating life. It's so huge. And the reason why I came up with this was because I ended up talking to a good friend slash dating coach. David Wygant, and me and him were sitting down and we're talking about this, and I was like, you know, I, I got to talk more about this in the podcast. Guys need to learn about this. So I halted conversation with him, and I said, save all of this. We're going to be talking about this on the podcast, and that's what this episode is all about. So I want you to really sit back. I want you to listen to this and a lot of good practical information that you're going to be taking away that's going to help step into abundance mentality. And if you're like, what the hell is what's abundance mentality? What abundance mentality? What is he talking about? Well, we're going to describe it and explain it and go over all of it on this episode. And I go deep into it with David Wygant. So listen up. Here it is, abundance mentality. Hey, Mr. Wygant, how you doing, man? Hey, Trip man, what's going on? Okay, let, let, let me just start this off by saying David and I have been hanging out lately. We're both in Los Angeles, and we're just always riffing on really great topics. And we were just texting the other day, and we were talking about the idea of abundance mentality. And before we got any deeper, I had to cut it off and say, you know what, let's just talk about this on a podcast. I know that, David, you've been, I mean, you've been a coach for now, what, 20 years or over 20 years? Yeah, I started this in 1997, man. I mean, I got to tell you, it was the strangest thing back then to now being like the socially accepted rock star status where whenever I'm dating a woman and she Googles me, it's like a five-hour conversation about, am I going to be another notch on the belt? I'm actually curious about that. How do you, I mean, as a dating coach, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with when, when women are dating you and they're like, wait a minute, are you just a player? What's going on? You know, I've got a story and that's what life is all about. Life is all about spinning stories of positivity so people can see you for who you are. That's why when you are dating women, you need to be a master storyteller because women love stories. Women tell great stories, but the story has to have no holes and and has to be authentically honest, right? So she needs to feel those wave of emotions in it. So I tell her my story. I tell her what an asshole I was in my 20s. I tell her how I cruised the streets of New York trying to sleep with women in under an hour. Very successful at that. A lot of fun, you know. I tell her about how I learned through all my relationships, how I wasn't really ready for anything real. Even though I had relationships, I was still picking people based on the stories that my parents really put into my subconscious mind. I mean, I go I go really deep into it because I've done the work, so I know who I am, I know what I stand for, I know what I'm all about, and I give them the truth, the hard, honest truth, and then I look at them afterwards and say, hey, whatever happens or goes down between the two of us, it's 100% off limits to my audience, meaning I might 
talk about something, but I'm never going to mention your name. So it might be kind of like 10 years ago or a friend of mine, you know, is going through this right now, but I'll never expose you, our private life, our sex life or anything. And right now in my life, I'm looking for something I've never had before, which is a deep soul to soul connection, a deep love. And I go through that whole story of what that's about, but it's all honest and authentic. So if she Googles me, which they are always do, she'll know that my story matches what I've written because lying in life will get you nowhere. I agree. And I, I have the same thing. You know, if I'm dating a girl and they want to look me up, I mean, the thing is, is on the surface, you know, if they look at the YouTube channel, they look at something uh, that I've written, you know, it's a lot of marketing. So they're going to see some, some pretty intense titles. They're going to see some pretty intense topics. But once they dive in, and they actually read the content, watch the content, or listen to the content, they always find like, oh, this comes from a real and authentic place and a good place and not just teaching guys how to be assholes or manipulate women, but how to be who they can be and how they can be more attractive to date the kinds of women they want. You know, so I think I think on the surface, you know, saying you're a dating coach and and the whole thing with hitch and, and pickup artists, it can get very uh, it can it can get very weird for a woman, but until she actually you know, sees what we're teaching, she realizes it's, it's good stuff and it's not too big of a deal. But let's get into some abundance mentality stuff. Now, with abundance mentality, I want to get your definition of that. What does abundance mentality mean to you? This is something I talk about all the time on podcasts and, and on videos, but I thought it'd be cool to talk to you about it because I, I just know and I can feel that you have true abundance mentality and it's so tough for guys to tap into it. So what's your definition of it? Oh, I've got a great definition. I'm just going to use two words. Fuck it. Um, probably my my best definition of abundance mentality. I, as you know, I don't care. Okay. And that is something. And it's not that I don't care. It's when I, and we were sitting in this way, this conversation really probably started the other night in air one, you know, all those women that came over and started talking to us. I, you know, I dated her and I dated her and I dated her. Right. And they were all quality really cute, really nice women still gleaming with their eyes, twinkling because they really like me. And I have abundance mentality. I'm not here on this planet to persuade or convince somebody to be my girl. That's not my job. My job is not to use some masterful seduction tactics called the phantom method. So I go in there and I literally reprogram her subconscious mind at night so she has a relationship with me. My abundant mentality stems for it when I am with somebody, whether it's you, Trip, or whether it's any of those women that we ran into at Air One, I am 100% present and I make them feel absolutely amazing about being in my presence. I am connected to them, I am talking to them, nothing else is going on, I'm not whipping out the phone, I'm not thinking about what can happen in the future, because in my life, I know there is an endless supply of absolutely gorgeous women inside and out that want to be my girlfriend. So why would I get hung up or caught up on one that doesn't feel the same way about me? Because I choose her, she needs to choose me. I look at her as the greatest gift I've received, she needs to look at me the same way. And I'm dating somebody right now who I'm, you know, I take things slowly with, you know, and she even says things like, you know, hey, you know, you and I are always going to be good friends. And, you know, even if we're not 
doing what we're doing now. I still want you to do this with me this summer, right? And instead of getting all taught up and you know freaked out, I'm like, cool. Because all I know is, is that if you truly want and desire a great girlfriend, you want love, you have to have an abundant mindset. Otherwise, you're gonna keep getting into relationships that will literally slap you across the face and literally leave you hanging. I agree with that. And I think that that is absolutely 100% correct. And that's how you deal with with with, with that's how you deal with having a um, a scarcity mindset is basically what you just explained there. Now I can see the guy who's listening right now being like, you know, easier said than done. And I think that for some guys, it's still really hard to break out of that um, that kind of like mold where they really. You know what do they call it in the pickup pickup artist world? One itis, right? Where they're really obsessed with that one girl. And there's so many guys who, who are always talking to me about being in the friend zone, and they hate it, and they can't take the rejection, or they get caught up with one girl. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that guys get so obsessed and caught up with that one girl? Even the girl, even the girl's funny because they still get obsessed with the girls that they never even had a relationship with, they never even slept with. And they just get so obsessed, even though they never, ever even dated that girl. And they're living in this fantasy world. Why, why do you think that happens? They get obsessed with the idea of her because they've never had an abundant mindset. Not only that, they don't have the confidence. And let's just call a spade a spade, man. Let's just talk about what it is. I have been down that road. You know, I remember back in my you know teens and I remember back in my 20s at time getting obsessed over one girl, getting obsessed over the idea of her, maybe having a date with her and being slammed into the friend zone and having this one itis about her for a few days, you know, thinking about why is she not calling me back? Why doesn't she like me? How do I get her to like me? Then having those circular, annoying fucking conversations with your friends driving them nuts you know nowadays you know you can just google it nonstop, and usually you'll get some asshole pickup artist guy who doesn't really exist because trip and i really know every single person and maybe about five percent of us are real the rest of us are just made up superhero characters who are obsessed with one girl so the marketing terms get you to think yeah this one trick will get her it's ridiculous. You don't know this person. You've created a fantasy story about this person. This person doesn't exist. And what existed, you didn't really see. Because when you went out with a date or the girl that you see at Starbucks over and over again, you're not seeing a thing about her. So you spend three months, four months, six months thinking about this one girl because you think she's the girl for you. And the only thing she is is she's your goddamn masturbation fantasy. She's the girl who physically is your type, but you don't have abundance and you think there's not enough girls that type, plus you've been rejected by women that type your entire life, so you get stuck on her for months at a time because it allows you to not put yourself out there because it actually plays into the fact that you socially do not wanna go out and make attempts. So if you have one itis for three to six months, you've just killed three months and you've given yourself the excuse that it's all about Starbucks girl. <laughs> all about that Starbucks girl, I love it. Yeah, I think the guys think that they just don't, that they, they can't have any better. They, they just don't have uh, the self-esteem or they don't have the self-worth or the self-love, whatever you want to call it. They don't feel like they're 
they're worthy. So they don't think that they can have any better, and they either fantasize about one, that one girl that, they, that they've never had or can't get, or they do get into some sort of relationship or, or casual relationship with a girl, and they get so sucked into that that they forget that it's possible to have more girls. But it's just what you're saying is that I think guys who don't have abundance mentality are guys who are probably not that good with women and haven't had many women over the course of their lifetime. And I always say to guys, especially guys who are listening, if you're in your 20s, I mean, this is the time. This is the time to step into abundance mentality by going out and talking to as many girls as you can and dating as many girls as you can and sleeping with as many girls as you can and doing that so you can cultivate this abundance mentality. I remember the first time I ever truly stepped into this concept was maybe when I was 24, 25, so what's that, like, like seven, eight years ago, and I remember the time. I remember I was, I was dating, and I was going out, and I was, I was, I was learning how to meet girls, and, and I kind of went through these little mini relationships where, like, you know, you date a girl for a couple weeks, and then it kind of fizzles out, and then you date a girl for a couple weeks, and it fizzles out, and that happened about three times in a row, and I remember every single time I got, I wasn't, like, butt hurt, but I got a little upset. I was like, oh, it didn't work out. Like, she was so cool, but then I would meet another girl, and then it wouldn't work out. I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Like, she was so cool, and then happened again. Oh, it didn't work out. Man, she was so cool. And then finally, I was like, wait a minute. And it was like I saw the pattern happen right in front of me. Every single time, I was a little bit upset about, you know, not seeing this one girl again. I was like, wait, I always meet another girl. And then I always end up forgetting about the last one. And I was like, wait a minute. So, so this is fine. I'm always going to be fine. It's going to be okay. There's always another girl out there. Now, I don't want to say that to guys where you should be just going through so many girls and being extremely picky where, you know, you never end up settling with anyone. I mean, be careful going down that road. But at the same time, there is always another girl that you can have a relationship with, that you can sleep with, that you can hang out with. There's so many, and I think there's so many that it's hard for our brain to even conceptualize the number and how many women are out there to be to be to be with, to be sleeping with, to, to be even just talking to. Like, I don't think we really truly understand that because, like we're saying, guys aren't going out there and they're not putting themselves out there to meet more girls. Well, this to me is the greatest time to be a single guy. And let's talk about what you just said. There's always another girl. There's always another girl, but you need to stay off of the dating apps, okay, because that's the illusion, especially if you're not successful on the dating apps. If you're a bumbler, a hinger, or a tinder, you're actually, and you're not meeting women, and you're on those dating apps for one month, and nobody's really connecting with you, and you're not, and and I'm not talking about being texted, because every woman will explore the water, stick their feet in the, stick their toe in the ocean, and see whether or not they want to meet. So getting a woman to text you back on that thing is not the battle. Getting her to meet is, and you need to look at it as market research. If you are constantly on these apps, dating sites, whatever it might be, and you are not getting dates. You need to get the fuck off. They don't like you. And it's just maybe, you know, you're not a good enough writer. Your pictures are not as good as other people's. Maybe you're not as good looking as some of the guys that are on there that are getting the dates. Hey, I'm just going to be fucking honest with you. But here's the but. Because so many women are so tired because I've been coaching women for the same amount of time as men. They're so tired of all the men that are lazy and swiping and texting going nowhere. 
that they are so much more open to every single man that approaches them. So maybe you're not a stud and you're five foot seven. And you know what? Women judge you on height on the dating apps. But in reality, in person, you five foot seven inch guy could be six foot eight if you just fucking grab your balls and have a normal conversation with a woman in line going back to Starbucks and talk to her because women are so open now and that's where the abundance comes in. It is this fake abundance on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and Match.com. The real abundance is out and about. So don't get stuck on any woman at all. And I think, Trip, that's such a big thing for these guys is that you know, not only the fears that are driving them, the lack of really doing what they need to do. And I think what's happened is, is that we have this fake abundance online dating and the real abundance is actually air one meeting. Right. And I also think that, you know, I also think that we're at a really, I I, I like the dating apps and I'll tell you why, because the dating apps have made it so when we do go up and approach a girl at Starbucks, it's ma- it's more magical than it's ever been. You know, they still love that 20 years ago before the dating apps were around. It was nice. It was sweet. But even now, it's like, whoa, I'm meeting a guy in person. I don't think, I don't think that has been any less special because of dating apps. I think it's more special now to connect human to human, and women love it. And so, yeah, if you're one of those guys who's not traditionally good-looking – yeah, the apps aren't going to work for you, but it will be so much different when you go up and confidently approach a girl somewhere out and about. That is just, I mean, it, it's because it's mind-blowing to them because everyone's on their phone all day and everyone's looking down at their phone and they're texting and they're swiping and they're emailing and they're Facebooking and Instagramming and they're doing all that stuff. So to have that person in front of you just come up and say hello, it's like, wow, this is different. And I always say to guys, you want to be the exception. And this is one of the best ways to be the exception. So let the dating apps fly and let those, I hope there's more dating apps. I hope there's more crazy, whatever they're going to come up with next. So it gives guys like us a chance, an even better chance to communicate human to human. I know, David, you're, you, you condone that 100%. Oh my God, I do. I agree 100%. It is the magic. I call it the magic of dating apps. Matter of fact, I'm going to do a podcast on that on my podcast and I have you on and we'll talk about that because I believe that because, you know, I want to touch that again. It's so true because I remember every single woman, every woman that I date, I date literally for meeting them face to face. And there was somebody I met in November and I met her literally Thanksgiving weekend and she did not stop talking about the coconut sugar that I opened her up with. Coconut sugar. She had it in her hands. I go, coconut sugar. Wow. That's cool. I've never used coconut sugar. I've tried agave, but that's kind of shitty. And that was the conversation started where we talked 20 minutes in Whole Foods. One of the women, you know, I'm hanging with, you know, she, I met her in a restaurant. I walked right over to her and had a very open conversation with her. No, I don't need to tell you what the line was. It's not going to matter. And that's the biggest thing. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter what the opener is. And we've been saying that for years. I know you're probably thinking right now, oh, come on, why can't tell us the line? It's not about a line. It's an observation. I opened her up about what the food was. I've never eaten here. Is the food good? And then I listened. It doesn't matter what you say as long as you listen to her response. And that's the biggest thing guys always miss. You got to listen to her response in order to have a normal conversation. If you just go over there with some magic line, 
Come on, man. It's just showing up nowadays. Women are making it easier than ever because there's no competition. Every girl's told me, guys, don't approach anymore. So you have the greatest time in your entire life and it's just gonna get worse. All the introverts are gonna continue to swipe, swipe, swipe and literally masturbate to every Instagram model that there is and they'll feel you know, nice, tired and satisfied. Right, exactly. I love it too. And listen, I'll give you guys a line right now that you can use anytime. If you're if you don't know what to say, just say hi, what's up? I've been using yeah. hi, what's up for years, and it's crazy how that just works. You know, if I if there's nothing natural that just comes to me because I don't have anything to go up and say or observe, like if I just it just doesn't happen, it doesn't click with me, I just say hi. And it's crazy how it just easily gets you in the conversation. Because people want to meet people. Girls want to meet people. They want to meet you. I mean it's it's really Yeah, and that's the thing too, is if we gave them the magic line that still wouldn't do it because you could use the magic line and then what? And then you're and then you're screwed because you're nothing to say afterwards and girls rarely remember, you know, what you guys started the conversation with. I mean, in your case, I guess they did in this story, but I mean, if you're going up and saying hi, what's up and continuing conversation and it, and the conversation went well, she's not going to be like he went up to me and said, "Hi, what's up?" It was amazing. No, she's just going to remember the conversation that you guys had and that you were a cool dude. I like that. So let's talk a little bit. You more. know, it's funny, Trip. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, I want to add one thing to that. It's so funny that I, I will tell guys that all the time. And I talk about it in one of my programs and they go, oh, this is just normal chit chat. It won't work because you're not creating sexual attraction. Yes, you are. You're being normal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're having a conversation. You don't have to get all creepy. My God, it's like people, guys think they need to sexually escalate with a woman after 30 seconds, sure, if you want to be thrown in the fucking Hernandez zone, and which, by the way, do you see that? He committed suicide in prison last night. So, you know, for you football fans, Aaron Hernandez committed suicide in prison last night. There was a tormented, talented soul. But that's what most guys are in. They're in this emotional fucking prison, afraid to let themselves out. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is back to what you were saying is like, if you can just go up and start a conversation and just be comfortable talking to a girl, you're 70%, maybe even more. You're like over 70% there. They just want to meet a normal dude. They just do. They just want to meet a guy who's normal, who's comfortable in his own skin, who has his shit together and isn't afraid to go up and start a conversation. Because at that point, you got to realize women are way more lenient than you think. They'll, they'll give you a shot. A lot of women will, they because they want that opportunity to go on a date. They want that. They will do that. You know, of course, unless they're in a relationship. But they want that opportunity because there are so many crappy men out there. So all you have to do is be a normal, cool, chill guy, starting conversation, you know, being able to hold conversation. You don't even have to go sexual. It doesn't have to be crazy. And then at that point, you can ask her out. Nine times out of ten, she's going to say okay. Because you're just a cool dude, and she rarely, rarely, especially these days, gets the chance to meet that guy. So what I'm thinking here is if you can actually implement some of the stuff that we're saying right now and doing some of these approaches, you are going to find that a, you will start stepping into abundance mentality. Now, I'll be honest with you, and, and David, maybe you can share your experience. When it comes okay. to this, it's such a, it's so, it's so big, it's so important. Like when you really have abundance mentality, so many emotional issues are just cured. You rarely get upset over the little things that happen with the girl you're dating or the girl you're fantasizing about or whatever. But 
it honestly, it can take a long time. It can take a few solid years to really get into that state. It took me a few solid years. I mean, I can even say I still struggle with it from time to time. You know, there's times where I got to be like, remind myself, wait a minute, there's other women, you know, don't have to get so upset. There's a lot of women out there. And then it kind of reminds myself, like, oh, yeah, it's all good. You know, so it takes time to do it. And I want to know for you, David, I mean, was it something that you've always had? Was it something that came easy to you? Or is it something that you had to learn and step into that there's a lot of women out there and you don't have to get caught up so much over one? You know, it's funny, Trip, and this is something I need to tell every single guy. And please, this is the one thing you need to take away and listen. Okay? Stop looking for a magic bullet and a magic cure. Because you are going to never find love, never get the girlfriend that you desire, and never have true happiness until you actually do exactly what we're talking about here. Yes, it took time. Everything takes time. If you want to learn how to be a day trader, it takes time. You can't take a weekend course and be magical afterwards. If you want to be a doctor, there's no such thing as taking a weekend course and learning how to be an open heart surgeon. To be a lawyer, you just can't watch a TV show about law and become a lawyer. Everything in life takes time. It took me trial and error. It took me heartbreak. It took me approaching women. It took me getting obsessed about a girl. Yes, it took a couple of years. And I have to consistently remind myself of it every single day. It's literally my mantra. So one of the things that I tell guys all the time is to just raise your arms powerfully up in the air. It's Tony Robbins style, you know? I mean, Tony took it from somebody, and person Tony took it from, took it from somebody. Raise your arms up in the air, and literally tell yourself over and over again, I am abundant. Just say it, I am abundant, I am abundant, I am abundant, and literally raise your arms in the air. After four or five times, there's a dopamine rush that actually goes to your brain. You actually are reprogramming your, negative belief system that your parents gave you because I mean I can go deep into it because I've been coaching for so long and I've had so many breakthroughs but you need to reprogram your subconscious programming and you need to start believing you're abundant it's something it's the old saying is believe it before you see it so if you walk around all day long and do this you know 10 time exercise I am abundant I am abundant I am abundant I am abundant then all of a sudden you start to believe it. So then all of a sudden when you meet a girl and you get caught up on her because you will get caught up on her and your old beliefs will try to win and they'll be like, here, come on, come on, have fear. You know, you're not going to find anybody. You've reprogrammed yourself to say I am abundant, I am abundant, I am abundant and you dismiss it far quicker and you don't go into the, you know, the middle part of your brain where it starts circulating through and through. So you're reprogramming your subconscious mind so you actually believe it so you actually can live it. Right, because at this point, you, you know, if you're a guy who's listening to this episode right now, you're probably not thinking about it. It's not anywhere on your conscious and definitely not your subconscious mind. So what happens is you get so zoned in to all the negative emotions and all the, you know, the opposite of abundance, the scarcity mindset. So you're just always thinking about that. You're always stepping into that. So this is, an actual, you know, I, I like this stuff. It's kind of law of attraction, but when I see law, when I hear about law of attraction, I don't see that as as some kind of ma you know, magic or spiritual stuff. I see it as as actually very scientific. The fact that you're saying every morning, wake up, put your hands in the air, and say, "I am abundant. I am abundant. I am abundant." You are going to be saying that to yourself all of the time, and therefore you're going to be thinking about it and working your way toward it. It's like that thing where um, that that story Jim Carrey he wrote. Uh, like a $20 million check to himself. 
Yeah. And and that's something you can do, right? You can write a big check to yourself if you're trying to, you know, build a business or or get promoted or whatever it is in your career. And so what that does is no, not writing it down, you know, sends something I don't believe it sends something, you know, magical into the universe and magic happens, but it's a reminder all the time that that is something that you're working towards. So all the little decisions and the things that you do from day to day are going to start shifting toward that million dollar, $20 million check. And the same thing here, if you're constantly telling yourself, I'm abundant, or you're listening to this podcast episode every single week to remind yourself that I live in abundance and that I can step into this and this is something that I can have, it starts to happen because every little decision you make and everything you do starts to work toward that and all your thoughts start to turn towards that and then that starts affecting your actions. So it is kind of magical in a sense, but it's not. It happens because you're working toward it. So I really like that. That's really good, David. Yeah, it's not magical. It works. It's just one of the greatest tricks ever because when you do that, it really makes you feel it. And that's what I think a lot of people don't want to do. They don't want to do the work they want. And this is the problem, you know, and you, you know, and I'll tell the guys listening right now, man, you got two of the best guys out, out there teaching you life skills right now and, and tripping myself. I'm not saying that because it's egotistical. It's the truth because we actually give a shit about you. We actually talk to you. We actually answer our own emails. We actually are concerned about, you know, where you're at. We've actually been there on different levels. We've all shared this journey on different levels, but we're also going to tell you the truth. So I tell guys all the time, you need to stop Googling information and watching videos, especially those pickup videos where you see a guy running down the street and then making out with a girl after like three minutes. It's just not what life is looking for. It's not what women are looking for. It's not anything. It's all just this illusion. And most of the time, these women that are being picked up on the street like that and being made out with are actresses that were hired. So we're getting this false sense of reality instead of realizing what you just said, the abundant mindset of, hey, how you doing, is a day-to-day thing that everybody can do, but you need to start with your belief system. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say, you know, we were talking about hard work earlier. How I picture everything now is all about building a wall. And no, I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about building a, let's just say you're trying to build something. Well, let's say that this wall is made of bricks. Every day, you got to put one little brick on. That's how things work. That's how hard work happens. It's not about being able to, you know, it, it, it's a fantasy if you think you're going to have some crazy machine that's just going to put up this wall really fast. The way things work is brick by brick by brick by brick by doing one thing a little bit every day, every single day, exhaustingly waking up and saying that you have abundance, going out hopefully every day, at least a couple times a week, and exhaustingly going through the rejections and talking to girls and approaching girls brick by brick by brick by brick. And it seems like an overwhelming task, but you'd be surprised that after a while, all those little bricks start adding up. And all of a sudden, you have this amazing, huge wall. But it takes time, it takes dedication, and it takes a lot of struggle because you're doing it slowly. But it's all about taking those little actions and doing it as much as you can, as consistent as you can. And that I think that's the way to step into abundance. Hard work. Pink Floyd, baby. Another brick in the wall. Another brick in the wall. David, yeah. thanks so much for being here, man, and, and sharing some of this. Absolutely helpful. And I think uh, I think guys should be working with you. So if you're still listening, 
check out David at davidwygant.com. Check out his coaching. He does awesome boot camps. He's got awesome programs. I highly recommend all of them. So definitely check him out. And uh, David, is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, check out my podcast, 10 Minute Daily Reality Check. Uh, you can find it on iTunes and everywhere else. You can go to mdrc10.com. It really is a one subject trip. You're on it. One subject, 10 minute rant about how you can make your life fucking spectacular on every level, not just dating, not just relationships. I've got great guests and great rants, and it's just a way to make more money, abundance, love, and everything else in your life. So I will see you, man. I appreciate you having me on this morning. Awesome. Go check that out, guys. David, thank you.